0: Hello, everyone. This is Jacqueline Kitsman, and this is the Awakened Tarot Podcast. Uh, we're so excited to be back this week. Um, we rarely do bonus episodes, but felt it was really uh, important to give you guys one. So hopefully, that resonated, and you were able to take a lot, a lot of meaning from it. Moving forward through April, right, Gabe? Yes. I have a guest. <laughs> His name's Gabe. I'm here. I'm here. Um, I'm really excited to have Gabe on. I love getting to do episodes with him. Since we've gotten... You bought me um my recorder for Christmas. I don't think you've been on since since then, you know, other than the bonus episode.
1: Yeah, I think we, we did some Patreon stuff, but yeah, I haven't been on an episode episode in a while.
0: No. And good riddance.
1: <laughs> you miss me.
0: I literally never have time to no I do I'm happy to have you on I love getting to talk with you on the episodes and y'all know like and I just want to take a second because I haven't said it in an episode in a while but Gabriel wrote the theme song for this podcast and he edits it and kind of I mean he produces this podcast Um, if it weren't for him you should hear some of the shit that doesn't get put on the podcast
1: Remember that old episode a couple of years ago where you had a lot of it was just one of those days where you're like eh, uh, 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 and I I made a beat of you I made yeah. a new theme song basically. We should dig that up and
0: It's at the end of the 2 of Cups episode with Robin April.
1: Uh. There you go. You would know.
0: I literally just posted it to my story last week. <laughs> nice. Yes. So yeah, Gabe is the um kind of the the mastermind and the back, like the heart. I'm, if I'm the heart of the podcast, Gabe's kind of like the spleens. <laughs> the look he just gave
1: me. Maybe the, maybe the liver.
0: Uh, maybe the liver. They
1: filter out all the shit.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's what the liver does. That's not what the liver does. That is the colon.
1: No, the colon is just the <laughs> no, highway it's not. that delivers it. The no, liver cleans. the liver
0: does not.
1: You need to look that up.
0: I think you need to look it up. I think the, isn't the liver specifically there to filter our alcohol? (laughs) What's the liver for? The liver's main job is to filter the blood coming from the digestive tract before passing it to the rest of the body.
1: That's like basically what I said.
0: No, it's not. It is not what you said. Do you shit blood on the regular?
1: When I said shit, I meant metaphorical. No,
0: you did not. You meant actual human no, waste. No, I didn't
1: mean yes, feces. You... I no, meant you
0: did the not. The feces
1: that come from uh, your mouth. That's uh, <laughs> the last time I have you on this podcast.
0: What did you just say? <laughs> All right, that's it. Gabe's got. I'm gonna do this episode. By it's been great.
1: Oh no, I hit the microphone. Back to my.
0: You just I'll edit out
1: all the breaths
0: <laughs> you Get rid of all the You'll you'll purify the blood That sounds wrong I'm this
1: podcast's liver, I'm this podcast's liver. You're welcome
0: Oh my god Wait that, does that mean we can give half of your job away And the podcast would still survive
1: <laughs> <laughs> You know I guess if we're going with that comparison Yes
0: so, anyway, so yes, Gabe is here with me today. I'm super excited. Um, love having conversations about poop with him for you all to hear. Ninety
1: like percent uh, of our conversations as a couple, especially since
0: we've had the kid. Yes, yes, not it's not, not just our that.
1: <laughs> We talk about poop a lot.
0: <laughs> That's like one thing as a parent. You don't like you don't expect just how many of your conversations center around. Did she poop today? What was that poop like? Yes
1: the who what's when where why of the poop of the poop texture color oh no <laughs>
0: oh no okay um so this is actually this is actually sponsored by birth control you're welcome if you're not ready to have intimate conversations about another human's poop don't procreate so um I want to just point out that um, we are recording this episode on a Sunday, the day after all of the really brutal and horrific pictures came out of Bucha um, in Ukraine, when, uh, you know, after the Russians moved more to the southeast near the Donbass regions, Donbass regions, I'm probably not pronouncing these correctly, but um, in Bucha, there was a lot of um, evidence of war crimes, just a lot of civilians hands tied behind their back, a lot of Needless killing and torturing and sexual assault horrible stuff, horrible stuff. um this is what I'm talking about when I say like, don't turn your face away like these are really hard things to hear, even more so even more so than us talking about our kids' poop. like this is you know this is really brutal, awful, terrible things to hear, and if we but if we don't see I'm not saying go look up the pictures, but if we don't acknowledge that it's happening, um. I don't know. To me, that's just like insane. That's insane. It's insane to not say something like, hey, like, witness the evidence of what has happened because of this Russian war in Ukraine. So as always, you know, if you donate money where you can, talk about it where you can. I'm not saying again, like always, I'm not saying tank your own mental health to bring up these things, but or witness these things. But at the same time, like, you're all you're doing is like, having to acknowledge that it happened. you're not actually like having to like live in that environment or deal with the mass graves they're finding there so I know that's not like a super happy exciting thing to talk about, but shit, like we kind of just have to <clears throat> if we um if we don't talk about it like with any kind like i don't know for for me in my own heart like some i sometimes I think people might wonder why I'm always like, hello. Uh, let me bring up like the absolute worst of the world on this podcast. But I I get a lot of listens on this podcast. It has its own reach and I don't think that in my head there's a way to separate tarot from the things happening in the world. Um
1: I, I think that also has to do with just the way that you are connected with your specific intuition. Like not everybody has the ability or the who or who is not everybody is as proficient as you as well, and I think that's part of what you bring to the podcast is like a collective <laughs>
0: proficiency,
1: <laughs> proficiency in seeing. Yeah. I
0: googled what his liver for.
1: <laughs> bring proficiency five minutes ago. <laughs> Just like bringing that outside perspective, seeing the world, and you know, I, I think bringing that perspective to us from a collective point of view you know it's not on the top of everybody's mind and it's on top of yours and it i think it's good to highlight it and i think it's good to bring tarot into a collective thing because that's how you change things
0: i just think that even if like we don't have like a we don't have a lot of money to like donate extra like we do what we can um but this is one way that i can energetically any you know in like any kind of like energetic currency give this is how i can This is what I can do. I can bring awareness in the ways that I can. And I think that's all any of us can do is bring awareness, help in the ways that you can. So this is how I this is this is how I can help. I can bare minimum say what's happening and then
1: the more people know, the more um, someone the the more opportunity someone may be able to do something about it.
0: Yeah. Well, if if nothing else, it's just kind of like a reminder, like, hey, like The world is, there is such a spectrum of, humans run a spectrum, right? Like we are loving and giving and fun and joyous and sad, but along with that comes like this anger and violent and this anger and this violence and all of the other things that we don't want to accept that humans are and are capable of and i there's like such a fine balance between there's just just there's just such a fine balance between like needing for your own mental health not to like be looking at the pictures of the actual destruction happening and just like pretending it isn't happening all the other anyway i don't want to spend a whole I don't want to like the whole episode to be like, because guess what? We're going to talk about the tower today, but <laughs> so, so it is kind of, the. whole I don't want the whole episode to be like, let's talk about all of the horrendous shit happening in the world. But I do think like, you know, this is, this is my podcast and I get to do with it what I want. So, ha. And we're going to talk about hard things sometimes.
1: Yeah, I think that's good.
0: Okay, so we are going to talk about the tower today. Um, I want to describe the tower. Tower is card 16 in the Major Arcana. It comes after the Devil in the Rebirth line. The tower is one of those trigger cards for people that, like, when they see it, they can be like, ah! Um, for me, I've always experienced it as a really positive card, which we'll get into. But let's talk about what the card looks like for a second. It is a tower, and the background of the card is, like, completely black, like dead of night. smoke pouring and blocking all of the stars the only light you do see is the um strike of lightning hitting the top of the tower where a crown is thrown off the tower is on fire and people are throwing themselves out of the windows um while yodes rain down around them uh it's kind of a it's an intense card gabe do you want to look at it (laughs) i just described it to him he's sitting in the room with me
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i'm really familiar with this card doesn't look good. It's like a,
0: Doesn't look good. You
1: know, castle. <laughs>
0: is that your professional opinion? <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I'm a terrible professional.
0: I am a terrible professional. not good, folks. Doesn't look good.
1: Yeah. It's a cloudy day. <clears throat> the weather's not great. It's a
0: cloudy day. Yeah. It's a that is the dead way. of night, friend. That's smoke.
1: It's a cloudy night.
0: It's smoke. It's not a cloud.
1: Either one would be a hindrance. Either one would be <laughs>
0: me this um so the tower comes right after the devil um why we've i talked about a couple weeks ago in the devil it being potential energy right it's kind of like a ball sitting on the edge of a table waiting for a cat to bat it off you have this potential for something to happen if only you let yourself loose right um in the tower it's that freefall that you have to throw yourself out of something because what is there is no longer working it's going down um i'm you know i i don't want to say that this card is comfortable this isn't a comfortable card where like it's all fun and fine and dandy and there's a trampoline at the bottom of it um i think the trampoline that comes after the tower you find in the star That soft, that soft landing comes in the star, which is the card that comes after the tower In the tower. It's more of a um, I at one point talked about maybe you remember editing it, but I talk about an act of God. Like this is an act of God. This is an act of source. This is something happens, whether that be a oh, my God, I just can't fucking do this job anymore. I can't be in this relationship anymore. I can't live in this state anymore. I can't work this job anymore. Did I repeat myself? I don't know. It is a moment of I cannot anymore. So your only choice is jump. Thoughts?
1: Yeah. Um. And yeah, when I think of the tower, it's, it's very similar. It's tall. <laughs> it is tall. It's a long way to fall or it's scary to fall. I, I think of it sort of as the inciting incident. I focus on like the abruptness, like, like a tower to me, a, when you pull the tower card, it's like, it's fast and, um,
0: it's a lightning it's strike, abrupt.
1: right? Like a lightning strike or like an explosion, um, metaphorically or actually, um, it's that, it's that chaos that like was building up to a point, you know, it doesn't even matter if it was self self-inflicted or whether you brought it on yourself or whether it was just the natural way of things like it's just kind of boom
0: in in a, in literature so i majored in english and i uh, studied a whole lot of literature there's a thing and i've talked about it on the podcast before we had a whole bit about it you and i um it's called the um, denouement. um is the last action of like um the last uh, conflict before the Rapid downhill resolution of something. The tower is the denouement of the major arcana. It is the last major event before you—you you much more you—you you are on a much steeper incline towards the world. Um, the tower could be depicted of like Jack and Jill rolling quickly down a hill. Um, it could be a. Jump off of, like you it's like you know, in those movies where roadrunner at those movies, you know, in those cartoons where Roadrunner like meets a cliff, and then they like jump off the cliff and they're running for a little bit, but eventually they go, that's that it is the uh, the tower is the that's that cliff, it's that shit. This is the last action before everything starts to really find a resolution, and typically tower the depiction is falling um onto these rocks, these cliffs at the bottom of the tower a really good way to think about this card is rock bottom. That doesn't always mean, like, you've hit your worst, you're, like, completely broke on the floor, dying and crying, but it is, like, your tolerance for someone or something's bullshit is at its depths.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And also, just to um maybe switch switch gears a little bit. Please don't. It could be my <laughs> chronic optimism coming in, but um this... This card also has a lot of similar significations to um, the planet Uranus and the rune Hagalaz.
0: I mean, Hagendaz?
1: Right. Ice cream? No, <laughs> is, um, that the,
0: is that the turn?
1: <laughs> right. You need ice cream. That's, that will help you through. Um, now, the significations are similar in that um, it's a lightning strike. It's abrupt. It's, um, you know, it can cause chaos. Um, but a lot of the themes that come in with some of those other things, with the planet Uranus, I, I'm into astrology, I studied some runes, um, uh, Nordic, the Elder Futarch Nordic runes um, specifically. And a lot of those themes are that destruction breeds creation, that those things can cause um, you to change, to change your ways. It can also be like a spark. Of genius. You know, you need some of those things to drive you towards something better.
0: Well, the point of the tower is that it's happening internally. This is an internal yeeting of the self, if Ah, you will. Self yeet. Self it is a self yeet. Um the tower is it can represent something happening outside of you, but the tower is in the rebirth line. It's not in. It's not in the lifeline. So the the purpose of the tower is to shake you. It's to shake you awake. It is an internal earthquake of, oh my god, I can't like this. Was this is Saturn return energy right here? This is midlife crisis. This is I. What it, this is waking up and being like, I, I am in the matrix. Like I can't keep fucking doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't keep doing things the same way. I have to shake it up. I have to get out. Oftentimes, I said at the beginning of the podcast that the tower has always been a relatively positive experience for me. Um, let's take it back all the way to when we first found out we were pregnant with Evie. We were pretty sure that I we had insurance. It said we had insurance, but then we got pregnant during COVID. And at that point, we didn't know, they didn't inform us that the insurance we had had essentially closed. And we were paying for something that wasn't really providing us any coverage, specifically not any kind of gynecological coverage. Yeah, or, it
1: was it was bare minimum it, and it was like mm-hmm. single people insurance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was devastating. It was a private insurance company. They didn't have to tell us anything. We found out we went through a period of time where we missed. I think it was like almost two prenatal appointments because we didn't have insurance. We were really struggling to get it and we had to wait for the market. And we had to wait to be for things to be confirmed. And um, the whole point being that I remember sitting on the couch at my nanny house, just like frantically crying because I was pregnant, but also because I just that's my response to stress and being like, why is this happening? And I pulled the star and I remember thinking to myself, "Okay, I'm in a tower moment right now. Obviously, something better is promised. Something better is coming. So I just have to do what it takes to get there. We ended up with really, really great insurance. We ended up not being not seeing the gyne- the gynecologist or the obstetrician we were with. We ended up finding a really great midwifery practice that was covered by our insurance that we wouldn't have found otherwise, which wouldn't have happened without that tower experience of suddenly, very suddenly realizing that like we were losing our insurance. It ended up like in the moment, I remember being like, Holy shit, like this tower, this is terrible. This feels awful. I'm like in a pure panic mode. But when I pull the tower, I'm already in that panic mode, but I know that something is coming like this thing is happening for a reason. The tower is an act of God, so it's uncomfortable. It can be. It's not always like, yippee, but often but 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 the end result is going to be completion. Like you cannot get to the world without going through that tower experience.
1: When I think about how it can work on like, a, you know, how it could drive you, it's it's the way a combustion engine works where a how spark plugs light the fuel to propel the car forward like you can't have like the car won't move unless the unless the spark plugs are lighting unless those explosions are happening so when i think of it it's again the chronic optimism that comes with being me is it's i think about it as like propulsion and it could be good propulsion it could be um less fortunate propulsion um you know, like a lightning strike, less smashing fortunate. a tree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> less fortunate propulsion is like the lightning less- smashes a tree. The tree smashes your car, and you have to buy a new car. That was
0: like a uh, that was like a little like I, like poem there. Uh,
1: less fortunate propulsion. Right, it's one of the significations of the ladder on the Edward Gorey. Back. Oh, might be. Did I spo- spill the? Beans? I just
0: feel like I had like complete deja vu of an experience that didn't happen actually. What do you mean nothing, Gabe? One of the rules about Fight clubs, is we don't talk about Fight Club. Oh,
1: <laughs> I didn't understand. I thought, I thought it was.
0: This is why I called you the liver and not the brain.
1: <laughs> no, you use the liver and not the heart.
0: Well, uh, I'm not the brain, brain either.
1: Neither of us is the brain.
0: We, you know, in Hercules when the Fates like pop the eye back and forth. That's us with the brain. We're like, we're like volleyballing it back and forth. So anyway, the tower. Uh, I hope that you all got a lot of information out of whatever just came out of our mouths there. All of I mean, essentially, the like the point of the tower is that something is falling. It is change. It is total and complete change. And that can feel chaotic or it can feel exciting, depending on what your predisposition predisposition is to change at all. I don't handle change. Great. Gabe, on the other hand, handles change very well. We just had an experience early this week where we thought we were going to have something. And then we ended up not having what we thought we were going to get from it. And I went into pure the world is ending mode. And Gabe was like, you know what? On the bright side. And I was like, <laughs> like, like, it, you I know, know, so I, I try
1: and <laughs> I, I try and contain my my bright side because I I don't know. I think sometimes I'm just avoiding hard things <laughs> to see the bright side. But at the same time, like it, it can be useful to cheer my pessimistic wife up.
0: Yeah, well, yes, I am that. So the tower, when you're in it, it can feel uncomfortable or feel hard or feel chaotic. Um, But the tower for me has always been an overwhelmingly overwhelmingly positive experience on the back end. Like, this is a tower on fire. You're not throwing yourself out of it because this is a really great, this is a really great rent-controlled apartment. You're throwing yourself out of it because it's literally on fire. Right. (laughs) Why are you
1: laughing? New apartment.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're, like, falling from the
1: old one. We're moving! I get to have a new apartment. I hope this fall doesn't break me. <laughs> okay. We're editing that out. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fine.
0: Um. So, yeah, that is... Sorry, we had a brief break while we settled our dog down. Um. So now we have to get ourselves back on point. But, yeah, I mean, the tower... The tower card... <laughs> Are you going to kill her?
1: I'm gonna yeet her out of this tower.
0: You're gonna eat her out of this tower. Um, the Yods following these people out. I think the whole point of that, it like Yods are a word of God, hand of God, act of God. Um, they, it, you know, the significance is like this had to happen. This, this event. You can call it fate. You can call it meant to be whatever whatever it is like but this is a thing that had to happen to get you to where you're supposed to be this is the card that you know let's say you're getting ready to marry someone you know like here's a completely fabricated hypothetical situation that didn't at all happen to me let's say that someone you're you've been dating for you know five years has bought a ring and they're going to propose and all of a sudden you realize like oh i really don't want to spend the rest of my life with this person it's this tower moment of oh my God, like I'm going to change literally every aspect of my life to get myself back on track. It's completely tearing something down to start over. And it can feel, you know, you have to go through the grieving process of tearing something down. Mm-hmm. But then you're going to find that just absolute clarity in the star, comforting clarity.
1: Yeah, I think so too.
0: Well, good. See, Gabe thinks so too. So I guess we're, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so-
1: <laughs> yeah, I... I think the I think we've the, been on a
0: journey this episode, guys. <laughs> yes,
1: it'll probably mostly get edited out, but yeah, the dog wouldn't be quiet and it wouldn't be quiet around the baby. The baby's taking a nap, and a nap time is very precious to us. So <laughs> it's um, the only way we get this podcast done. And uh, yeah, a little bit of chaos to drip into our chaotic episode. Very, very appropriate, I'd say. But okay. yes. yeah, I, I think we basically said it. I. I like to think about the tower as not only the hugely profound changes um which it signifies very much in tarot but because of the other exposure to other divinatory practices that I have it also is um kind of the can be a a very efficient driving force um within <clears throat> within some of the decisions that you make and propulsion I guess is the the way that I
0: we're back to the cars. Vroom. <laughs> vroom. Vroom, vroom.
1: We'll make you go vroom.
0: We'll make you go vroom. What a nice little quote for the tower. It's great. All right. Um, As we all know, it is that part of the podcast where...
1: Jackie speaks into the mic.
0: Oh, fuck. It's that part of the podcast where I actually talk into the microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so used to having my, like, my little recorder that I hold up to my own mouth, whereas I here I have to, like, if, if Jackie
1: sounds distant, it's because... It's because is. I'm breaking up with you.
0: <laughs> All of you.
1: She's she's moving away slowly. I'm moving,
0: I'm moving away slowly. the other
1: side of the couch.
0: What did uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin call it? Um, con- I'm conscious uncoupling from you. Not you.
1: <laughs> conscious uncoupling? That's what
0: they called it. They called it a conscious uncoupling. Okay. I don't well, hate it. I don't hate the idea. I just think They're it's a really dumbass way to say they, like, split amicably.
1: <laughs> I don't think it's dumbass. I think it's a little bit off the the general path, but I suppose... it's like, ah!
0: <laughs> Gabe, please stop assuming. Stop assuming you know when this podcast is ending.
1: We're at 30 minutes. Remember when we were going to keep it short so we could bang?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in here for your mom to listen to in a month.
1: time is precious. I'm serious. (laughs) (laughs) Read some cards.
0: (laughs) All right. With that, it's the collective reading. Uh, I had two cards jump out this week. One is the reverse queen of pentacles and the other is the upright nine of wands. Um, both, both of which we've talked about, I think recently in some aspect or another, the queen of pentacles is water and earth. Um, this once again is talking about nurturing the things that you've made, the things that you've built, even, um, Let me let me say it this way. In the nine of wands, we are standing in front of the arrows we shot in the eight, and we may be a little bit wounded, but we're standing there and we're considering what we do next. And in the reverse Queen of Pentacles, I think we're being asked to nurture those things. The things that we did that we thought maybe weren't good enough or they were mistakes. Pick them up and reestablish them. Don't just toss away those. Don't just throw away, toss away or let those things die. Recycle, repurpose, reuse. Find a way to look at those things, even if you can't reuse them, literally find a way to find, you know, find the love there, find the nurturing and find the care, because everything that we make, everything that we do, even if it is a mistake, even if it didn't happen the way that we wanted it to, it has value in its purpose, whether that's a lesson that we've learned or whether that is like literally you you're recycling a piece of paper that you no longer needed. it. It can be used for something else. So I would say find the purpose, find the reason for the things that didn't go quite exactly as you planned for the next coming week. I know that's really short and sweet, but I think that that is really the inherent message there. Be gentle on yourself. Find the purpose. All right. Gabe, please take us out of here.